she'd tried to convince her dad to give the gems back. She hadn't told Mark who the thief was until it was nearly too late for him to salvage his business. And then she'd made the situation worse by begging Mark not to prosecute, and by admitting that when she'd sought him out at the gala where they'd first met, she'd been planning to steal from him too. Her plans had changed. Her life had changed once she'd spoken to him, once he'd looked at her with those crazy blue eyes of his, but Isabella shied away from the painful memories instinctively. Losing Mark in the middle of everything else had nearly brought her to her knees six years before. She'd be damned if seeing him again after all this time did the same thing. Especially here, in the middle of her first graduate seminar of the day. Forcing her wandering mind back to the task at hand, she was mortified to realize every student in the class was looking between her and Mark, as was the college president. Despite the years that had passed, the connection between them was obvious, the tension a live wire that threatened to spark at any moment. Determined not to let that happen, and not to let the atmosphere in the room get any more awkward than it already was, Isabella forced herself back to her task. The next part of her lecture was on the world's most famous sapphires and their locations. When she got to the part about the theft of the robin's egg sapphire, one of the most expensive and sought-after gems in the world, she did her best not to look at Mark. But in the end, she couldn't help it. Her gaze was drawn to his, the magnetic force of his personality, his will, allowing her to do nothing else. She froze the second their eyes connected, the sardonic look he leveled at her as sharp as the finest hewn diamond. Mark knew what had happened to the robin's egg. He'd made it his business to know before he'd confronted her in their bedroom, his bedroom, that long-ago night. We're sorry to interrupt, Dr. Moreno, Harlan said from his spot in the back of the classroom. I was just showing Mr. Durand around the campus. He's agreed to teach a mini-seminar on diamond production starting in a few weeks, and I wanted to give him the lay of the land. Please, carry on with your lecture. It's fascinating. But it was too late for that. All around her, students murmured excitedly. Not that she blamed them. It wasn't every day that one of the world's largest producers and brokers of responsibly sourced diamonds agreed to speak to a bunch of first-year graduate students. Still, she was the professor here. This was her lecture. She needed to regain control, if not for the class, which was only half over, then because she refused to let Mark Durand have the upper hand for one second longer. He'd taken everything from her. Or, to be completely honest, she'd given everything to him, only to have it all tossed back in her face. She deserved it then, and had paid for it royally. But that had been six years ago. Since then, she'd moved across the country and built an entirely new life for herself. She'd be damned if she let him come in here and screw that up for her, too. Refusing to let Mark see just how much his presence here messed with her mind, she continued on with her lecture. Eventually, the student settled down again, and Mark and Harlan slipped out a lot more unobtrusively than they'd entered. If anyone asked her what she spoke about for the last twenty minutes of class, 
Isabella wouldn't have been able to tell them. Her mind was far away. Wrapped up in a past she regretted bitterly, but couldn't change, and the man who had altered the entire course of her life. She must have covered pretty well, though, because the students didn't call her on anything. Then again, they'd all been so enamored of Mark Durand that they probably weren't focusing on what she had to say anyway. Finally, the interminable class drew to an end, and she dismissed her students. It was her usual habit to hang out in the classroom for a few minutes to give the students an opportunity to ask questions or chat her up about whatever was on their minds. But today, she didn't have it in her to stay there one second longer than absolutely necessary. Not when her insides felt scraped raw and she was certain any wrong move would shatter the peace she had worked so hard to achieve. The peace she had finally found.